are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Guys, CloudBeds launched many years ago, broke 10 million of revenue back in 2018. Today, over 2.5 million beds across 27,000 paying customers use them, not just to manage the bed and the check-ins, but now getting into fintech. He's got 75% CAGR over the last three years, north of $50 million of revenue. He says, quote, easily $100 million next year. We'll see what happens. Hey folks, my guest today is Adam Harris. He's the co-founder and CEO of CloudBeds, a global leader in technology that unifies hospitality with one platform. They raised 250 million bucks of venture capital and earned numerous awards, including America's Best Startup Employers, Inc.'s Best Workplaces, and EY Entrepreneur of the Year. Adam, you ready to take us to the top? I love it. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back. I know we had a a nice conversation back in 2021. Um, what is, uh, what's, what's the big update since then? None of us obviously predicted the market would do what it's doing interest rates up 7%. How's this impacting cloud beds? You know, fortunately enough, travel has been pretty much revenge travel ever since lockdown. So we've seen tremendous amount of surge for individuals wanting to take that once in a lifetime trip. Unfortunately, I think the economy is catching up a little bit and 2024 will be a really telling time, especially during the winter period for all those in the Northern Hemisphere. But look, it, it has been one of those, one of those couple years for the records in many different cap- capabilities. But the thing that I think I'm more, most, most excited about is the digitalization curve is starting to catch up in favor. And the industry is starting to catch up to what the consumer is looking for. And, and, and that's a good thing for our industry. And more importantly, that's really good for the, the consumer like us traveling around. Well, look, for folks that, that didn't catch, and I, I, I forget the history. We actually talked in 2018 and 2021 and now today. But for folks that missed those first two episodes, I, I, feel, like, I feel like our 2018 conversation was, I, I, can't, I can't really say this, but back when you were a baby at, at only, quote, only $10 million of, of ARR. But um, t- for folks that miss those episodes, who is CloudBed selling to today? What do you guys do? Yes, absolutely. So the best way to think about it is hoteliers around the world run their entire businesses on software. And that tech stack predominantly has been 18 different systems that are interjoined. Uh, back in the day, it was serialized cables on premise. Now it's all <laughs> in the cloud, but it's still disjointed and too many different systems connecting to one another. CloudBed slides a box across the table and say, hey, everything in that runs your business more effectively. And so we take the the day-to-day operational side of running a hotel uh, in a much more modern uh, capability. We do it in 157 markets across two and a half million beds in this world now. We're the category leader for independent hoteliers. And man, uh, that's been a long time ago when we were 10 million in ARR (laughs) and we've definitely grown since. We're 757 people uh, in 41 countries around the world now, and and it's been quite the journey. 757. Sure. How many people? I imagine might hear this and go, "Is this like how much engineering is work is really needed here?" But 757 people. How many are engineers? Uh, almost a third of them are a third, <clears throat> product okay. in, in product and engineering. Yeah. So we spend a lot of time and energy on R and D. Um, 
Nathan, just to, to, to bring us back to 2018, we were only 40 people then. That's no, that's, it's, it's incredible. Um, it's incredible. The growth curve there. So 757, 250 uh, engineers. Now, I guess when you say 2.5 million beds, um, what's the, like, I'm not quite sure the right way to ask this question, but if you talk about like a building, right. And there's 20 beds in one building. My question I'm trying to ask is how many buildings do you serve today? Right. What's the right way to ask that question? Yeah. You know, it's different because sometimes you'll have a one unit, right? I might have a short-term rental that I'm, I'm powering and that short-term rental might be in a building of many short-term rentals. But the way I look at it is, you know, we have roughly 20,000 building entities around the world that are powered off our software, uh, give or take every single day. Um, some of that seasonal, but yeah, it's a, it's quite the story for sure. So what, what is that up from? So if you're doing 2.5 million beds today, where were you called a year ago? Oh man, that's a great question. I don't know that off the top of my head. Um, <clears throat> or what would you, maybe you don't use that. Maybe it's not number of beds, but what would you say growth rate has been at cloud beds the past 12 months? You know, we've grown over 75% Kager in the last three years. So really, really top quartile growth rates. And that's continued to sort of maintain um, knowing what the publicly traded SaaS analogs are, we're better and faster than all of them, and we're doing that at scale. So, mm-hmm. no slowing down from our, our our business. But we also have a a dark night in that story. We are a fintech company, just as much as we're a SaaS company. We've seen tremendous amount of acceleration and the ability for us to bring in financial products into our capabilities. So, imagine every reservation that runs through a hotel. We can also do all the the, the capturing of that revenue through credit cards and wallet type uh, transactions. And we handle all that. So what year was FinTech been, introduced officially? FinTech was introduced um, in our first market 18 months ago, um, now in 30 markets uh, within the last three weeks. So big, rapid expansion this past uh, six months. And what's the opportunity that you see there? You know, if you process 5 billion of GMV, you're keeping 1% or what's the revenue upside or potential? You know, it, it's really hard to look at the take rate because every jurisdiction is is governed by different rules, but it's a big market. Nevertheless, it's one of those things where if you look at Toast as a publicly traded company or Shopify as another, you know, 50% of their revenue is coming from fintech solutions. I look at it as probably something similar right now. It's less than 20% of our overall revenue, but it's fast growing. It's multiple hundred percent year over year growth rates in that sector. Uh, the thing that I like about it is it's incredibly sticky, right? Every hotel in the world needs to capture revenue on behalf of their uh, guest. And if we can do that in a much more efficient way, pre-arrival, during stay, create micro transaction opportunities, it actually drives more revenue for our hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, increase a lot of opportunity for them. And so we're, we're just pleased that we're part of that storyline. And the more and more we do, the more and more we're going to give back to the hotel over time. But yeah, we are, we, we do over $10 billion in GMV just in reservations within the, the key markets that we serve. Obviously it's a much bigger number as you think about all the markets we serve, but you know, that's a big opportunity for us to take a little sliver of, 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 of value. Now, when you say you sit on 10 billion of GMV, does that mean you're so close to it, you can count it up and add it, or that's the GMV that you're also taking some economics on? In other words, they've, they've installed your flow, your FinTech products. <clears throat> no. So we, we, we see it. We touch ah, it. Okay. We, we see those reservations flowing through us. It might be in a jurisdiction that 
introducing a payment processing capability is limited to a local entity. So I'll give you an example. Uh, in Costa Rica, for example, you need to be a licensed business to take processing. You can't be a third party. Mm-hmm. So there's there's ramifications of different jurisdictions around the world. And so we partner in some markets and then we underwrite in others. And in the U.S., Canada, Europe, Australia, New Zealand, we actually underwrite it. And now we've expanded that underwriting ability into other markets as well. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah. No, it's extremely interesting. I mean, um, so 10 billion of GMV across 2.5 million beds. That means each, each bed average annualized GMV is something like 4,000 4, bucks, something like that. Is that right? Um, yeah, it's a great, it's a great way of thinking about it. It doesn't necessarily always equate to something that's simple because not every hotel takes a lot of credit cards. Sometimes it's cash. So there's actually different sort of money flow. Part of the world is only wallet specific. Asia Mm -hmm. would be one of those examples. Some of them are doing it on installment like Latin America. That's super popular. Now we see Klarna and Affirm becoming popular in the US. So even though it's really, really big, it never sort of works out to be, let's just do the 1% number and feel really good about it. I would love to be part of that 1% <laughs> magic number, but I don't think that's going to be the case. But nevertheless, there is money there, but really there's money to serve our customer with. We can yep. bring value back. And, and the, reality, the reality of this is there's too many intermediaries with their hands out. You know, our property opportunity, so the, the TAM that we service today, or I guess a SAM that we service today, spends about $87 billion a year in intermediary fees. $87 billion a year is mm-hmm. our what our SAMs hand over to someone else for providing value in this industry. I want to find And what that. percent of that is total, of that of, is that of total SAM GMV? Oh, I mean, it is it is probably fifteen to twenty percent of the total Sam okay. GMV, right? Okay, so, got it. So, so eighty, so, yeah. So it, it's a big. So the, the the travel industry is a trillion and a half dollars for lodging. It's massive, yeah. right? Yeah. But if Booking dot com is doing a hundred billion of that, Airbnb, Expedia are doing roughly a hundred billion. You have this whole wholesaler travel agent intermediary. I mean, you can just keep adding it up and adding it up. Now Google's in that foray. So what we're trying to do is really fight back to bring more direct connection with our customer and that guest at the end of the day, shave some of that 15 to 20% commissionable rate and put that back in the properties. So I think, I mean, there's a lot of ways to make money on fintech when you sit close to payment flows. The one, an example you just gave was was travel folks or Expedia, which, which, you know, obviously if Expedia helps you find a hotel, they're going to take something from the hotel in exchange for giving the hotel that lead. Just to be clear, you're helping a short-term rental in Austin, Texas, potentially find a lead to rent their house for next Thursday and Friday. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, less short-term rental, more hotel. But let's say a hotel has an open bed. We're trying to find that guest directly and bring them to the property owner. How do as you do, well as how do you do that? Because like if I go to cloudbeds.com, oh, I just see software. Like, what's your equivalent of Expedia.com? We don't have the equivalent. So what we do is we feed it into mer- various sources. So for example, sixty-two percent of all origination of travel these days is happening through social media influence. Okay. So using ads, very targeted ads. 
that are automated using generative AI. We can place an advertisement in front of a search population that's looking for a property. That could be event specific. That could be, I'm just looking for a property in Costa Rica. It's called our Amplify solution. So we're not at, we're not a brand. We're not a place that you go. We are just originating the way to reach the guests and then sending them right back to our, our booking engine experiences or landing pages that we create on behalf of the property, to help uh, them transact. And we take a very tiny, tiny sliver of that in comparison to what Google or excuse me, what Expedia or booking.com would charge at 20%. What's tiny? I'm sure you don't want to give an exact number. What's a range like under 10, under 5%? Under 5%. Yeah. So we're not trying to nickel, we're not trying to nickel and dime. We we believe that there's value there. The best part about it is the ROAS on all of that dollar spent with us is in the teens in terms of multiple return on, on, on their money spent. So like giving a 13 X return on every dollar they spend with us is beautiful. Mm-hmm. We want to do more of that. Um, I would love to find a money manager who I could give them a dollar and they could give me $13 oh, yeah. back consistently. Right. But so we figure that out. We've, we have various ways that we're doing that in an automated manner. We're going to expand that. So that's our new product that's out. Yeah. What dollar volume of like hotel bookings will you drive through that funnel? You just articulated the ad to the landing page. I mean, will that be a million this year? 500 million, a billion? Uh, our hope is to do a billion next year through that. Okay. Um, okay. But we're doing millions of dollars a day now. So it's, it's really wow. exciting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So billion next year, if you want that to grow 200% year over year, that means you think this year, maybe you'll do 150, 200 million in bookings to your clients through, through this engine platform that would be the hope um probably won't be that total because we're testing some things out and we're also giving away the software for free in certain certain scenarios but nevertheless you know just in our direct booking capability we have we were the launch partner with google which was really exciting we're doing some really cool things with google in that area um and and we're starting to see the proof in the pudding. Now it's expanding it further. I mean, we have one of the largest populations of hotels in the world in all markets. And so the data that we're sitting on is really getting us sophisticated to try to find those little sweet spots. It won't work for all properties, but it definitely works for most. And so that's what we're trying to dial in. Yeah, no, there's uh, when you sit close to payment flows, there's so many ways you can help the end customer. So you, this is one thing you're testing. I mean, but I think, I think to something that, I mean, you read squares, right? Uh, uh, 10Ks and 10Qs and you read about how much they're doing on their lending platform. You're uniquely positioned to protect future cash flows on any short term rental. Why not launch a lending company and make a, you know, 10 points of spread? It's a great, it's a great question. And it's something that we definitely have on the roadmap to explore. It's one of those things where, that is one example of maybe 10 to 20 different sort of layers that you can continue. The fact that we're looking at both sides of the ledger and we're fully understanding what the business operational needs are. Um, it gets really excited really quickly. We should probably talk about the lending. I know you uh, know a few things about lending. Well, days. I think that the, the reason and the thing that I struggle with the most at FounderPath is actually sequencing. When you sit on so much data, the hard problem is not like, I didn't just give you some brand new idea you never thought of. You know about that idea, but the hard part and who wins marketplaces, it's actually what do you decide to launch first, second, third? So it sounds like you launched this direct booking capability first. There's a reason you did that. Like, I'm curious how you think about sequencing. What's number two? What's number three and why the order? Yeah. So when payments first, so that we could capture the actual transaction on the micro level, it then went, can we drive more to those same channels? Now it is that's direct booking. That's direct booking. Can we now further that and bring more micro transactions during the stay 
to enrich the opportunity to build more revenue capacity for the What hotel. does that mean? Like I buy this, I buy the Snickers bar <clears throat> in the lobby. Yeah, exactly. And to get you to go buy the Snickers bar in the lobby or to upsell you during your originating of or during your pre-arrival flow or to say, hey, how are we doing? Oh, by the way, Nathan, what are some interests interests that you have around the area? So think about think about the side of a business, right? You have the business side of a hotel and then you have the art. The art is the experience that you feel when you're staying at a hotel. The business side is just the check-in, the collection of payments, doing the accounting and all that fiscalization. So what we believe is there's two sides that we have to do incredibly well. Now, what I want to do is bring you to the product of a market. And a product of the market is all the things that sit around the property. Mm-hmm. And that is very, very micro transaction heavy. There are many events where you're like, damn it, I wish I could just get a Snickers bar right now. Yep. Well, hey, if I can just text the application, which I power and go, hey, front desk, I'd love a Snickers bar. Can you run it to room 108? They'll be like, hey, Nathan, no problem. Let me run you Snickers. Do you want a Pepsi also? And you're like, yeah, yeah, no, that sounds good. Plus, you know, why don't you send up two bottles of water? They just created transactions, whereas most times the guest is actually leaving property to go get those things. Yeah. And so they're losing it out in the 7-Eleven down the street is taking that transaction value. So we're trying to bring that uh, full circle in, but I agree with you. FinTech loans... Um, payroll capability. Like yes. I have employees logging in and logging out of our application. We're time tracking them every single day, S- extending that into the ability to just, Hey, do you want us to do their payroll? Now I'm not trying to be a payroll company. However, I sit on a lot of data to enable that payroll capacity. Now doing that in 41 different markets around the world is incredibly challenging. So yeah. this always begins to be Let's look at the tip of the spear. Where is markets that we can make sense of it? Slowly roll things out. But right now we're just trying to roll out universal products that benefit the largest population of hotels. Yep. 2018, you told me 9,000 customers. 2021, I think you got up to 22,000 is what you told me. How would you define it? How many customers would you say you serve today? Yeah, north of north of 27,000. So really good growth curve. We've changed our customer. Our customers got a lot bigger, which we're really excited about. So you had a $93 ARPU in 2021. Would you say that's more than doubled? Uh, a 90, $93 per, per month oh, per yes. customer on average. Significantly. Yeah. And that's doubled because all the, I mean, I'm looking now at your drop down. You have, you offer way more products than you used to. That's right. We, we are, we are a full platform. The platform is incredibly extendable. We have upsell capability these days. And then we also have a marketplace of 400 different partners that can be inter- introduced into the equation. So this is a, this is a best in class platform these days. It's, it's quite fun to see. What year, what year do you think you think you'll break a hundred million dollar run rate? Can it be next year? <laughs> Very much so. Is that feel that feels like a comfortable goal or a stretch goal for next year? Easy. Interesting. Easy. And where are you guys at today? Oh, I can't say that right now for a couple of reasons, but we are, we are very close to that magic number that you just talked about. <clears throat> can, can you say you're north? You told me this via email, but I don't want to say it because you didn't give me permission. Can you say what you're north of today? Uh, why don't you give me some ranges and I'll nod. <clears throat> <laughs> are you north of 50 million today? Very much so. There we go. <clears throat> okay. So we'll see what happens as you move into next year. Adam, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite book? Uh, Atomic Habits. <clears throat> N- number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Ooh, right now, yikes. Jeff Wiener's still, but he's not a CEO anymore. <clears throat> That's okay. Still a good leader. Uh, number three, favorite online tool for building cloud beds? Favorite online tool for building cloud beds? That's something you use a lot. Just run the business. Uh, 
You know, I'm really having a blast with ChatGPT, <laughs> OpenAI. <clears throat> yep, number uh, four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Seven. And situation, married, single kids? Married, two kids under four. So brutal, Busy brutal guy. period of time. Busy, Busy guy. Busy All right, Adam, I'm a teenager cloud vets. <laughs> how, how old are you? I'm 42. Last mm. question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Oh, my God. There's two sides of the coin. Yeah. So either do or you don't. Either way, you're right. And so it's better to be doing. <clears throat> I love that. Guys, CloudBeds launched many years ago, broke 10 million of revenue back in 2018. Today, over 2.5 million beds across 27,000 paying customers use them, not just to manage the bed and the check-ins, but now getting into fintech. He's got 75% CAGR over the last three years, north of $50 million of revenue. He says, quote, easily $100 million next year. We'll see what happens. Adam, thank you for taking us to the top.